Welcome to Tracklisting, the podcast where a musician, a comedian, and a painter review old albums for some reason. I'm Nick. I'm Chris. And I'm Caleb. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Welcome Hello. back, everybody. Hey. Welcome. Hello. Uh, so this week's unfortunate pick is actually falling to Chris. Already, dude? Yeah. You already started with this, <laughs> wow. man? Come on. Okay. I can see it in your eyes that you know it. You know that it's true. Nah, I know. Oh, yeah. I was very excited about this pick and then going back through everything and, you know, now here we are. <laughs> uh, I picked Heavy Metal. Heavy Metal. The original Heavy Metal. The original Heavy Metal. The animated film animated from 1981. 81. Yeah, baby. Wow. This was one of those movies that uh, the VHS sort of stared at me uh, in Blockbuster. <laughs> oh, yeah, for, yeah. Like, like, it was like prominently placed. Very recognizable cover. Yeah, it's the, yeah. You know, the girl with the... Um, you know, she's wearing scantily clad outfit, riding a pterodactyl. So, like, seven-year-old <laughs> me was like... What is it? <laughs> so there, cool. There's something, so this is based on there was an anthology magazine, magazine in the 70s. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe yeah, 70s, 70s through the 80s. It's very. Um, it's that kind of like, yeah, kind of metal fantasy, like desperately horny nerd drawings. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> It's, it's pretty... What does it say about me that I picked this? <laughs> well, this is this is a podcast first, and this is the first movie that I actually haven't seen oh, all okay. of. Okay. I okay. did. I caught up on some clips mm-hmm. online and was not... And this is the first impressed. animated uh, film that we're... That's doing. true. Yeah. That's oh, true. Yeah. Um, I mean, it drags. This movie yeah. absolutely drags. I remember being like, I, I don't think I got around to seeing it until like college. I remember being pretty disappointed <laughs> uh, because it was, you know, the mythos of this kind of preceded it, I suppose. And like, yeah. I don't think it got. I think it was about, uh, you know, fifty fifty on the reception. Um, but uh, you know, it's very sexist, and it's like, you know, there's like cartoon so nudity all throughout it, and just every woman in it is just like the most buxom like woman you've ever seen. I watched some clips. the The only clip that the animation kind of design and anything like actually piqued my interest at all is, I think, the last part of the movie, which is, yeah. I think, based on a like a reoccurring comic book by the French artist Mobius mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who it, it Mobius was. is like uh, responsible for so much of like the art history of sci-fi like oh, yeah. he did a bunch of stuff that kind of inspired Star Wars and uh, the fifth element and stuff yeah, like yeah. that you could see, I mean there's one in this the like the cab driver guy it's like that's absolutely the like, that's what I noticed right when I started watching it was like yeah, dystopian New York there's yeah. a cab driver you know, driving his car around and like has to deal with a woman who falls into his lap. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is the fifth element. Yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. And like, you know, the design, I mean, the design of it is fascinating and very cool. And it was, I think that they, they had hired, they had like hired out different houses to do the animation of all the parts at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why there's kind of like a, a wildly varying degree of, of uh, execution <laughs> where some of them are like, oh boy. Yeah. Some of it looks really cartoonish and a lot of it was rotoscoped. So some of it yeah. looks like super realistic. Uh, but it, it, it's all kind of, it looks, I mean, it all reminds me of like what, Frank Rossetti. Who's the guy? That, oh, uh, Franzetta. Franzetta. Was Frank it? Franzetta? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's like a lot of the Conan the Barbarian paintings. Yeah. And like, oh, yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> 
crazy roided up dudes and like yeah. women wearing next to nothing with insane proportions that, it's like, all like goblins and barbarian yeah. women and you're just like just, come on man. come on dude yeah. like the execution's amazing and uh i think with the amount of distance from the 70s that we have now there's kind of like a certain amount of nostalgia and quiche but it's you're like it's completely ridiculous. Like, yeah. What a- yeah. Like, you know, John Candy's in it and Eugene oh, yeah. Levy. And Eugene like, Levy, why right. They, like, did they want to not be serious? Wasn't, this, wasn't it uh, produced by Ivan Reitman? Or, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, who's yeah. Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters fame and all those other ones. Oh, boy. I mean, but, <laughs> hey, but the but soundtrack... has a soundtrack. Is, is, who better to kick off the soundtrack than Sammy Hagar? Oh, yeah, baby! With the title track, Heavy Metal. Yeah. I mean, yeah, baby. Of all the Sammy Hagar tracks I've heard, that's my favorite Sammy Hagar. <laughs> it's it's actually it's an awesome song. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> I like it's crazy, perfect. It's fine. I mean, would you describe that as being heavy metal? <laughs> Not a single song on here is heavy metal. I, I mean, I think that there's there's a couple standards. tracks. I'm gonna go like track by track. But that is, I'm gonna say that that is not heavy metal. <laughs> well, where does where does metal end and where does heavy metal begin? I think Sabbath probably right. Yeah. Or, like, is it just the distortion range if it hits like well, a certain thing on like the the sound? It's like a little. I think a little of it you could go. Um, it's more droning. I think if you're less uh, concerned with melody and kind of like squealy solos like heavy metal is like a driving like a uh, kind of dark affair motley crew that's hair metal yeah that's that's not heavy metal <laughs> oh, i just watched the new uh, the dirt the on dirt? netflix uh, yeah. and you gotta watch it really yeah, yeah. I, I read the book i mean it's it's bad good <laughs> well the book is like these guys were awesome and then you go and you <laughs> these, those, it, and then you listen to the music awful. and you're like what <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, they being were, around at that time was probably terrible. They were terrible human beings. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, oh god, you can get away yeah. with everything in the eighties, man. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> There's that scene, um, what from the book uh, in the dirt where um, you know David Lee Roth is doing drugs and the guy falls on him and he just oh yeah the door oh, the yeah. door like falls on his Smashes back. Smashes on yeah. David Lee Roth so, and he just like I was he like I hope they put that in the movie and it was like right there. Oh, oh was yeah, it? yeah, yeah. <laughs> he like turns and then he just goes back to his pile of like, cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, man. Yeah. You smashed a door on your back. Okay. See, that's why he's cooler than Sammy Hangar, you know? <laughs> well, what was it? The whole, uh, I mean, the whole thing, last thing I'm going to say about the dirt was like, the moral of the story was just no one could hang with Ozzy. <laughs> it was like, they were like, yeah, we thought we were the craziest party animals ever. That was in the movie, too, with the ant snorting. Oh, my yes. God. <laughs> like, yeah, he is on another level of like. It's a great movie. <laughs> so good. Um, All right, what do we got next? Uh, next is the track thanks. Heartbeat. Thanks, yeah, thanks for all your work. <laughs> uh, Heartbeat. This is Riggs with Heartbeat. No, that song didn't have to go to that part. <laughs> Okay, here we go. This is maybe has a toe into metal, yeah. but nowhere near heavy metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's no shoe in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, yeah Rick, what do you guys think of that? Riggs, uh, pretty unremarkable career. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what do we know about Riggs? Yeah, Knoxville guy. Yeah, Knoxville yeah, I guy. couldn't find yeah, it. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of like uh, he, he they reunite for uh, every once in a while a solo show in Knoxville and you're like I don't know. Uh, Riggs. Yeah. It's, it's, it's basically it's, it's a solo guy, right? I think he was. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Well, he was part of a different band, and then like he took over, and uh, and then they just he renamed the band Riggs because his name is his last name is Riggs. Riggs. Just such a power move, man. I, I think about that a lot. Like, yeah, we, we've, we've talked about like if you're uh, a blank, or, like you know. Johnny something and the and the boys. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Look mm-hmm. out! And then it, <laughs> Johnny yeah, something becomes going like and the E Street Band, and then it's just like you, you stop getting like headline, and it's just like Bruce Springsteen or whatever. And you're like, no, we're still. Yeah, <laughs> yeah come on. <laughs> yeah, Jer- Jerry Riggs's um, profile picture on Wikipedia. He's doing the stinkiest guitar face. He's <laughs> <Yeah, okay. laughs> almost falling over. He's doing like a scorpion. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> working on a heart attack in this photo. <laughs> Disgusting. He looks exactly like what you think he'd look like too. I think. Oh man! Okay, cool. yeah, yeah. hey, so so I, I guess yeah. you know the point of this podcast is we're gonna we're gonna discover together what it means to be heavy metal. Is that right? I am still waiting for it. <laughs> um, yeah, this next band, um, um, you know, Devo, with, yeah, um, working in the coal mine. Yeah. our first cover of the album uh devo is a band that i definitely appreciate more than i enjoy yeah but they i have other songs I enjoy them with it <laughs> yeah, yeah dude what devo, devo is great name one other devo, devo is song. pretty awesome. uh, gut feeling is gut amazing feeling? Okay. um uh they uh they did this cover of uh the rolling stone song satisfaction that yeah. was actually like okay. get up. <laughs> mark mother's bot right um yeah, Mark Mothers. He's gone on to do a bunch of film scores. To a ton of film scores. It's two brothers, so there's two Mothers Bas and two other guys. And it's kind of an interesting story because they were they were all going, or or at least three of them, I think, were going to Kent State during the shootings Whoa. there when the I National Guard. And it was kind of you know when you think about the the artistic movement of Dada coming out of World War One yeah. and these people being confronted with like just like a terrible reality and then making ridiculous like art in response to it. Yeah, uh, Devo is kind of like that because it's like it's very outrageous and weird as kind of like a rejection of like uh, the culture that they grew up in. Interesting. And so this is this is of course like a a cover of a song about like working class blues kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like in this interpretation, it's a little more of, like, the idea of, like, in the future world that we're growing up in, like, you know, we're becoming more and more, like, cogs in a system, because it's, like, this weird... Yeah, I can just picture them wearing those uh, trademark hats that they wear. Yeah, yeah, yeah the flower, the flower pot mine. hats or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little, you know, it's a little stilted. I don't know if it holds up that much, but, uh, I, you know, I like it okay. Good friend of mine, Todd Camp, um, who kind of came up. He was like a um, a comedy host back in Texas. What's up, Todd? What's up, Todd? Hey, Shout Todd. out to Todd. Uh, he's been posting like hundreds of hundreds of Devo stuff on uh, Instagram. I'm like, all right, <laughs> dude. It, if you get into it, because first of all, they they started off a lot earlier than you would think. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, this is 81. And they're like, and you think they're like, it's like basically kind of art students. So there's a lot of performance, a lot of like stuff that kind of got overshadowed by like the MTV version yeah. that broke through where they were like kind of a quirky, like art rock band. But well, they, uh, they kind of almost like lean into uh, the Sprockets type thing. Like yeah. when I think about them in my head, I think about like, you know, Mike Myers <laughs> dancing to them and like weird yeah. <laughs> robotic <laughs> movements. <laughs> well, we're still waiting for a heavy metal track on this soundtrack. Right <laughs> oh yeah, I should say that, that that song is not heavy metal. It's not heavy metal at all. <laughs> no, see, I disagree. Dude. I disagree. <laughs> Wait, what, what's the name? Uh, there's like, a, she's just a girl. She's just a girl, a girl I won't. But I don't. Oh, I, I, that, I that song's amazing. Yeah, I tried to karaoke that once, and uh, <laughs> people don't like Devo B sides. No, man, that, bar, yeah, no, that's well, Chris Darden, please return the mic to the front of the bar. <laughs> well, this next track. Oh, they have another song called Mongoloid. That's what I was trying to think uh, of. That's pretty good. Mongoloid. Uh, Check them out, Devo. There may be hope. Uh, for this next band here being heavy metal this mm-hmm. is Bloister Cult with yeah. a veteran of the psychic wars now veteran of a thousand <laughs> psychic wars I've been living on the edge so long where the winds of limbo roar <laughs> and I'm young enough to look at and far too old to see yes narrative <laughs> Like the Stonehenge song from Spinal Tap. It's like, ah, we should get beers. This is the time of the concert we should leave and get some beers. <laughs> Beat the parking. Yeah. A lot of these bands are like like bad uh, 80s versions of Led Zeppelin. Yeah. And it's like, if you go back and listen to some of those Led Zeppelin songs that are inspired by Lord of the Rings, which at the time I'm oh, sure sounded on, cool. Oh, come man. Misty Mountain Hop. Yeah. Ever, the Battle of Evermore and the type of thing. Yeah. I mean, it's so... It's ridiculous because it's it's literally like if uh, if Greta Van Fleet was singing about Harry Potter. Yeah, oh, no, 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 Greta Van Fleet. I thought we promised never to mention that band. Oh no, they're coming up a lot. They are the O'Doul's of rock bands. Uh, I'm saying that I think we give Zeppelin a pass because of of some a lot of amazing things they did, and just kind of thinking it like, well, at the time, like maybe Lord of the Rings was a little bit fringier, and people kind of were into it, but like. When you hear somebody in the 80s and it's like, the psychic monster coming, and you're like, oh, come on. And Pegasus flies. <laughs> this guy at... Uh, to the Viking sun. <laughs> like, like mythos shit. I met a guy at a bar last night. And, oh, no. Uh, when he introduced himself, he, he was claiming to be a uh, like a Zeppelin expert. Yeah. God. And, you know, he was like, name me any Zeppelin song. I'll tell you which album. It's like, well, that's not that hard. <laughs> so I was like... I, I tried to... <laughs> That many albums, do they? Yeah, they have 10 albums. Oh, uh, well, oh, yeah, that's, that's pretty I, good. I went with, like, kind of a random track. I was like, all right, well, uh, which album is Hot Dog on? And he was like, Physical Graffiti. And I was like, no, that's, <laughs> that's not it. He was like, no, no, it's on Physical Graffiti. <laughs> I was like, no. I showed him my phone, and he was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Bought me three shots. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was just going to, like, walk out into the night and be like... Who am I, man? I thought he was going to be like, well, I have to give you this. And he gives you this Led, this Led Zeppelin t-shirt and you put it on. You're like, oh, yeah. And then you walk and you turn to somebody. You're like, you know that I'm a Led Zeppelin expert. Yeah, you become him yeah. in the bar. <laughs> the and people he, at home, hot dog like, is on in through the outdoor. <laughs> man, that's... He's just running down. This, I'm free. I'm free. <laughs> I kind of want to like... Renew. <laughs> renew. 
I kind of want to comb all the uh, like the old punk bars uh, for guests on this podcast uh. and just like see That's if people idea. are worth their weight and be like, hey, you know, I, I know everybody, man. If I, I was a roadie for Metallica for seven years, man, and I, you know, broke my hip. During, you know, and then you're like, all right, come Name on. Name one member of Metallica. Like, oh, red, red hat? Yeah. Red hat? I was working security at Altamont. You're like, oh, Jesus. Oh, God, <laughs> Was that uh, a heavy metal track, Blue Oyster? No, no, <laughs> okay. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, no. And Blue, when you were like, <laughs> so far, so okay. you're like, we might uh, save it with this Blue Oyster. I was like, no, we're not. No, we're <laughs> not <laughs> but what does it do with the punctuation on an oyster? By the way, are we supposed to think to? There's to an, pronounce- an umlaut over I, the oh. o. Oyster. Oyster. Blue oyster. Oh, I've been saying it wrong. Yeah, no, we all have. They're. Uh, uh, they're Norse. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not much of a metal guy in general. I, I kind of like uh, Don't Fear the Reaper yeah. as like a classic rock song. But... City's on Fire, Rock and Roll. It's a great Boyster Cult song. Yeah? Really uh, good. Go, Heavy go, metal, Godzilla. I would say. Okay. Go, yeah. go, Godzilla. That was Blue Oyster. Oh, yeah. Um, they, yeah. 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 Um, what's his name at the levee? He got really upset at me for not knowing who said I was like, wait, go, go, who sings this again? He was like, Dude! <laughs> get out of here! Get this guy out of here! Who's like legit upset? No, you know what the best thing is? Be like, no, no, that's not it. That's close. But yeah. I don't. <laughs> I think it's. Uh, somebody did a remake of it. I think like. It was like, no, it was. Audio it's Blue Something. something. <laughs> it's Blue Something. Uh, uh, Queens of the Stone Age did a, uh, oh, did a remake. I'd be like, I oh. think it's them. I oh, think no. it's them. Uh, Things are uh, looking up here. Oh, are they? <laughs> No. <laughs> oh, okay, what do we, what do we this got? Is, uh, this is track five. This is Cheap Trick with Reach Out. There we go. Okay. I didn't know you had it in you, Cheap Trick. These guys can rock. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. That's- Dude, their career is hilarious. We've, we've talked about it a little uh, bit. Well, they had a whole thing where they they put out like three unsuccessful records. Yeah. Nice. And <laughs> and they were just kind of like, I don't know, maybe they're close to giving up. And then it turned out they found out that they were really, really popular in Japan. Whoa. And so they like, well, maybe we'll play some gigs in Japan. They go there and it's like Beatlemania. They're yeah. the hugest band in Japan. Huh. And they're like, what? And so they I play. I want you to want me. Yeah. yeah. Well, they've released all that. Yeah. And then they yeah. play like a big show at a Budokan. Yeah. And they record it because it's this, it's like the biggest concert of their life, whatever. And they put it out in Japan. It becomes a huge hit. And then that's the album that later becomes a hit in the U.S. that makes them famous of them playing all their unsuccessful songs for the last three. Oh, and that no. has, like, I Want You to Want Me on it. Yeah. And so that propelled them into... I think that's the, the guitar player in that band. You always see him in the photos with that, like, 20-neck guitar. <laughs> you know, it's just a total bastard. Yeah, as, as we may or may not have said, I can't, or I can't remember if we had this conversation uh, in real life, uh, but it was like... A lot of those rocker guys are like, oh yeah, dude, Cheap Trick's amazing. Yeah, yeah. 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 And you're like, okay, uh, I guess I'll go into the, I guess I'll do a deep dive, and I just never have. You know, yeah, but, that but they seem I, to have some the exact same thing. Cred. They, they, some cred. they are like a well loved band that I have not followed up on. Same way of like Thin Lizzy. I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, kind of like Thin, and people are like, no, Thin Lizzy. Thin Lizzy's and Lizzy. And I, I will one, say, Thin one day, Lizzy. Thin sure. Lizzy is amazing. Yeah, one day I'm, one I, I'm gonna be yeah. one of those people. I just haven't. <laughs> I haven't done it yet. Yeah. You'll get there, Caleb. I'm, I'm a busy guy. I just don't have time. <laughs> You'll be one of those NPCs, non-playing computer <laughs> characters at the bar. That you know, ask a few questions. 
<laughs> just looking at track six, uh, which is also called heavy metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one thing that I was <laughs> double checking. Taking a ride in parentheses. <laughs> I was double checking because I was like, so I listened. I listened to one track list for this that had two songs called heavy metal by different bands. Yeah. I wanted to make sure that was that was right. This is really why I want to do the uh, Caddyshack soundtrack for one of my next picks. You know, it's like that was Kenny Loggins, and uh, this is Kenny Loggins. Uh, next is <laughs> Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins. <laughs> and later in the hour, we've got Kenny Loggins. Yes. Six degrees of Kenny Loggins. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's let's hear this heavy metal. This is Don Felder, heavy metal, taking a ride. Yeah. yeah. I want to say this is the uh, the intro of the movie, where the guys in like the Cadillac. Uh, the space, the astronaut guy is just driving slowly. It takes forever. It takes forever. For, I'm like, get there. You know, step on it, Elon. There's nothing more heavy metal than a shaker. <laughs> yeah, that song is not heavy metal. Uh, I like that track. Yeah, it was okay. It's just good for what the movie is. That ain't metal. <laughs> Next episode of That Ain't Metal, man. I'm like. I'm forcing myself not to, to succumb to, like, our, like, uh, leveling out of, like, generic kind of bad metal songs. And then the yeah. first time there's, like, an okay one being like, this is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, I have to remind myself, yeah, like, this, I enjoyed that in context, but I would never want to hear that again. I mean, I, I, don't, I didn't mind it. I thought it was all right. <laughs> I'm going to say exactly what you're afraid of. Yeah. Do, we know, okay. do we know anything about um, Don, Don Felder? Felder. I think he was one of those guys no. that was like a no, we do maybe <laughs> session-y guy and yeah. like got hired to do a song for the soundtrack. I thought it was Donald Fagan, but that's later. That's later. Spoiler. Yeah. There's a lot, like a lot of these songs, like even that Devo song, which I was surprised to find out was actually only on this. <laughs> or oh. I think it was released as a single. Uh, that sounds like it would have been yeah, on the Devo he's the, album. He's, you know? the lead, yeah. he's the lead guitarist for the Eagles. That's right, that's Todd right. Felder. I can't believe that. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was, well, he wasn't one of the original members, but he got brought on for, I think he was there for like Hotel California. From 74 until 2001. Exactly. So. Oh, no. <laughs> he probably in 74. I mean, that's the, that's in, the, in the time, you. there was like the time when there, there was a huge, when they split up is because there was the two factions and it was uh, the two singers and then the two other guys and yeah, he was yeah. one of the two other guys. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, but Just in separate dressing rooms. <laughs> I think that he might have actually oh, written right. Hotel California. He might have. Um, we might need to edit this part out. No, no, no. But that's <laughs> losing all It's funny because that the guitar you kind oh, of feel God. the Eagles thing. It's got like that. Uh, the song in, on the Big Lebowski soundtrack would never exist without <laughs> the Gypsy Kings Hotel California. It's amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I had the next track is good news for us and bad news for the soundtrack. I would say <laughs> it is in fact Donald Fagan. Yeah, oh, yeah. this what? is uh, Donald Fagan with True Companion. Yeah. This is metal. Little <laughs> <laughs> <Old> xylophone, <laughs> staple of the third floor men's apparel. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Oh man, so smooth. Yeah, this is the shopping mall scene. An instrumental Fagan? No, he sings on it. He sings on it a little bit later. Man, pretty nice. Where where are you, Donald? He's uh, he's doing all right. I looked at his Wikipedia page, and it's a photo of him playing a melodica. (laughs) Oh yeah, it's it's so gnarly. (laughs) A recent photo. He's kicking it in uh, San Miguel. 
uh, oh yeah, Mexico, um, right. And or he like spends his time in like New York and San Miguel. But I've gotten I've gotten in with Fagan. Maybe. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh boy, yeah, that uh, photo of Fagan. It's in two thousand seven. He is just <laughs> blowing that melodica. He's deep throating that melodica. He's yeah. He's, he's half of Steely Dan. If you folks don't, know. We're, yeah, we're all big Steely Dan fans huge, actually. On the I, I, and I love dude uh, the Nightfly. Uh, oh yeah, Fagan's album, uh, first solo album, is it, it, amazing. It's one of the most amazing albums out there. People apparently still use it to mix oh, yeah. um, concerts and stuff. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Or like to get the sound levels right and stuff Absolutely. like that. Because it's, it's so pristinely. And, yeah, yeah. They would spend two weeks getting a snare drum sound. You know, it's just like insane. <laughs> they had the money and the time to do it. So. Yeah. And the drugs. And they're, and they're, they're studio nerds, too. Or yeah, so yeah. They were. Yeah. So like they, they rarely toured. I don't think they ever did until they had to. You know? Right. They would bring in like 10 guitar players to try the solo and then pick their favorite one. <laughs> it's just a bygone era. Oh, God. Can anybody uh, tell me what part of the movie this song happens in? Because it seems very out of place for the clips that I watched. Maybe yeah. when he goes to the uh, the police station? Maybe. And there's the uh, the concubines, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a good question. It's kind of uh, like the smooth detective kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it could be the streets of New New York or whatever as well. Yeah. Just New, kinda... New New York. New New, New, New York. York. New New, New, New York. York. <laughs> Thank you, Donald. Thank you, Donald. For all you Big do. fan. Come on the pod, man. Keep blowing that melodica, Donald. <laughs> uh, track eight is Nazareth with Crazy. This track is awesome. uh, I like that guitar part too. A troll chimed in towards the end. (laughs) That is so bizarre. That is not heavy metal. Again, not heavy metal. That's not heavy metal, man. That's not heavy metal. Uh, Nazareth is a Scottish band. Oh, okay. Uh, Ended up in London doing some stuff. uh, They have one huge song, right? Yeah. Hair of the Dog? No, they have love one. Hurts? Love Hurts. Love Hurts. Love yeah, Hurts. Which is also not heavy metal. No. <laughs> um, That's a, okay. Oh, come on. I mean, a ballad, though? Heavy metal ballad, if you will? No, there's no such thing as a heavy metal ballad. There's a metal ballad. There's metal, metal ballad. Hair metal ballads. Which yeah. every, like, yeah, every, uh, every, like, hair metal I'm band. I'm on my way. <laughs> Yeah, Every hair metal band, it was a staple of like their albums. They had to have like a song that they played at groupies. Oh yeah, <laughs> but that's to... also the one the songs that sold. Yeah, yeah. Like people yeah, found out as they would quickly. put a backstage pass onto like a fishing line and cast it out into the audience. <laughs> this one's for you, babe. Wait, was that the deal that the the ballad was always the one that like sold? Oh the yeah, best? by far, what? by far. Yeah, think about oh, teenagers. About oh yeah, I guess like so. uh, I don't know. Like there's the the appeal of a ballad has always like. For a metal band, yeah, that's why even fucking Metallica started there, doing ballads. David, David Lee Roth era Van Halen, because uh, there were certainly some Van Halen ballads with Sammy Hagar. Yeah, but David Lee Roth Van Halen. I think in like 1984, I bet there was a slow song on there that I'm like not thinking about right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, but, but dude, 1984. I mean, that that, that kicks, dude. It's the best. <laughs> I listen to it every day. <laughs> So I, I I will mention this is a Canadian film, uh, heavy metal. Oh. There's not a single Canadian artist 
on the uh, on the bill. Weird. Uh, John weird. Candy doesn't get a vocal credit. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> he, he sings nothing. <laughs> um, and also, we got to think about. Okay, this was 1981. Yeah. Did heavy metal exist yet? Yes. Okay. All right. Just you know, checking. Like Motorhead. Like I don't know. There's. There's. I mean, people say that like Ze- Zeppelin was a heavy metal band, but really, you know. I think that Zeppelin kind of was one of the first Hard rock, metal, metal metal bands. I'm thinking like I would say Maiden is Maiden like yeah. Iron Maiden. That's heavy yeah. metal. Motorhead. Yeah, Motorhead. Yeah. Iron Maiden. Yeah. Metallica later on. Mm-hmm. Megadeth. Heavy, Megadeth. Yeah. Yes, Dave Mustaine. <laughs> Ex-Metallica member. I know. Yeah. And never never lived it down, man. They were so, so pissed. <laughs> they were so, like, I can't remember if it was uh, Malcolm Gladwell or, or uh, Chuck Klosterman talking about like uh, yeah. how like uh, Dave, was it Mustaine? Mustaine, yeah. Like never thought he was good enough because he got kicked out of Metallica and he's like in a slightly worse band. But then like uh, the guy that got kicked out of the Beatles was like, I love my life. <laughs> so it was like basically uh, like, you got to like think about, you know, it's all in your perspective, man. And like the guy that got kicked out of the Beatles was just like, who cares? I never would have met my wife. Love my wife. <laughs> I'm looking at track nine here and it looks like Riggs is back. <laughs> 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 so soon. This is Riggs with Radar Writer. Riggs. <laughs> No, I keep I keep checking in with Caleb. I'm like, huh? Huh? I was like, this song is like fully metal, but not not. But not heavy metal. <laughs> this is like. Listen to this part. No, you're right. You're right. It's hair metal. God, you're right, dude. Uh, Riggs. God damn it, you're right. I, I'm not saying... Are think... you out there, Riggs? Riggs. Riggs. <laughs> uh, there's, my, there's my Riggs. Yeah, lethal weapon. Like... Yeah, Danny Clover voice. <laughs> They're Murtaugh. Yeah, Murtaugh. Yeah, yeah. Riggs. <laughs> God damn it, Riggs. <laughs> I can do a great Danny Clover, but I don't think I... I don't think I can anymore. My one of my uh, one of my phobias is I I'm afraid of looking up how old Danny Glover is in Lethal Weapon because I feel like he's my age or something. Oh yeah, dude! In Lethal Weapon One, he's, he's like he's, I'm getting too old for this yeah, shit. He's, he's like 35. Yeah, he's not very old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's like, has like one gray hair. And he's like, yeah. I gotta, yeah. I gotta retire. Oh man, yeah. He has like teenage kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. God dang. <laughs> Oh yeah, that, that's a that's a scary thing to uh, go back and watch movies, and you're like, they were 25 in that. I thought they were like in their 40s. In the 80s, you could retire at age 45. Yeah. It's like I go back and watch Friends episodes, and they're like, I'm 24. Oh, no. I like that voice. Yeah. That, that was, was Chandler. Like, yeah, that's Chandler. That's Chandler. Could I be any more 24? Right, what well, do we got? It looks like Riggs might be a good spot to take. Oh yeah. Rig. yeah. Okay. Let's uh. We're we're just gonna book in it with some Riggs here. <laughs> yeah. Riggs to Riggs. <laughs> uh, see you in a second. All right.
Hey everybody, thank you so much for listening to the Tracklisting Podcast. Uh, please like and subscribe and make sure to rate and review on iTunes. That's important. Spotify, you can also find us there. Caleb? Uh, we really appreciate it. And also we're on social media if you want to find us on Twitter. That is at TracklistingPod. And I think you can find us on Instagram. Instagram is TracklistingPodcast. And I think we actually might have an old-fashioned website. Oh, TracklistingPodcast.com. <laughs> and uh, no Facebook. <laughs> no Facebook allowed. Sorry, Mark. Too old. You ruined our democracy! <laughs> Thanks for listening. We love y'all. Welcome back to Tracklisting. You're smack dab in the middle of episode Heavy Metal. Heavy Metal. Uh, official before, soundtrack. Before we get back into that soundtrack, <laughs> I think we actually have a game segment from our, our friend Nick what? this week. Yeah. yeah. This is a little game we like to call Collaborate and Listen. Sometimes collaborations happen in very unlikely places, <laughs> and we like to exploit that. <laughs> So right. for this game, this will be three rounds. I will read you three collaborations, one of which is real and two of which are fake. Two of which are just still dreams. <laughs> dreams. Which, Not real yet. <laughs> That's the thing. Which one of these is real? Is there a collaboration that is Gorillas featuring George Benson, uh, Eminem featuring Jamiroquai, oh, God. or Coolio... Featuring Cheech and Chong. Hmm. All right, Caleb, you want to step outside for a second with me? Yeah. Uh, uh, the first one is the most likely in that the Gorillas had a lot of like Bobby Womack featured a lot of like old soul and jazz guys on tracks. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. The George second, Benson. The second one. Was, Eminem and Jamiroquai. That feels. I feel like the eras are out of whack. I think so too. I, I think that that's a no. This is my question to you. Okay. The last one, which is by far the most ridiculous. Yeah. What? Wait. What was the third one again? Coolio featuring Cheech and Chong. See, that seems so ridiculous, but that would be the impetus for the thing. It's right. Like you yeah, would. Yeah. You wouldn't be like, oh, I found out that George Benson was on a Gorillaz track, and so I'm gonna make a fun game out of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. The whole. Con- the whole. This whole game is constructed around that one ridiculous thing. Here's my question, though. Could Coolio get Cheech and Chong? Are they a package deal? I yeah. feel like Cheech Marin, he's down for whatever. Chong, Chong, Tommy Chong's a little bit tougher to get. I don't think that's true at all. He was just on the Mass Singer. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I think you're right, man. I think Coolio, Cheech, and Chong. That's like a game theory thing. I, I want the first one to be real. Cheech and Chong had a bunch of old albums, too. Oh, so yeah. They're, they're, no, they're no stranger to the scene. I have one of their comedy albums I keep trying to get you to take home with you. And you oh, yeah. Do. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> doesn't have a record player. It's a problem. I know. I know. But I have so, a bunch of records. I don't want to bully you into doing anything. I'm going to do the Coolio and Cheech and Chong. Well, just for the sake of the game, I'll say... Um, I mean, Eminem and Jamiroquai just sounds made up to me. I'll do George Benson and, um, what Gorilla, is it? Gorillas. Gorillas. Yeah, sure. All right. Sounds normal. We're covering our bases. Just to, just to cover the bases, though. All right. Let's, Even though uh, I think you're let's right, see Caleb. which one of these is, in fact, real. Okay. Here is round one. I'm hoping for George. I'm hoping you're right. <laughs> Sounds like Gorillas and George Benson. Yeah. Yeah. It's an old George Benson. This song. is Gorillas. Featuring George Benson. Oh, that makes me happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad that I was wrong. That's a great collab. This is uh, the track Humility. Great song. Yeah. 
this off of their most recent record. And if you're coming back to find me, you better have good Thanks, Damon Elmarn, for uh, not being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Is Roundtree part of Gorillaz? Uh, Dave Roundtree? I don't know, actually. Oh, I don't know if he made it to that next project wait the drummer yeah damon alburn like the first record i don't think he's a was all like dan the automator producing it's like even the production teams like change from uh from like album to album i think damon alburn and the animator are the only two like constants mm-hmm. so we do have a round two all Ooh, right round two round two all right caleb Ooh. you can uh you know you redeem yourself from your pathetic display in round one we have wow some- <laughs> I thought, you'd, I thought you'd laugh at that, but you just <laughs> stared at me with icy cold eyes. It was my one time I got something right, and you didn't, so I think I'm no, allowed to I brag. No, I that. I'm allowed to boast. I think, uh, I think it shows that I'm the pessimist, that I picked the worst <laughs> possible outcome. This is like uh, Ken Jennings versus the machine, I think. You know what I mean? I'm Ken Jennings. Uh, you're Watson. Oh, I'm Watson. You're IBM's Watson. <laughs> and I have not a chance in hell. We have some more uh, interesting choices here. So round two is, uh, do we have a collaboration between Carlos Santana and Mark Ronson? Jesus Christ. Blues Traveler and Fred Durst. <sighs> or Michael Bolton featuring Lady Gaga. Take it away, boys. Oh, my God. All right. I don't even want to step outside for this one, to be honest. I don't... <laughs> Carlos Santana, Mark Ronson. Yeah, Mark Ronson. That seems the most likely to me. Yeah. Blues Traveler, Fred Durst. Uh, Michael Bolton, Lady Gags. I'm going to go Gaga. Lady Gaga and Michael Bolton. I'm going to go Fred Durst. Because, uh, so... Blues Traveler. No, see, I John think... John Popper! <laughs> I think that you're taking the bait. I think that that is the Eminem Jamiroquai after. Yeah, that might be. That might be. I'm going... <laughs> two random people from the 90s. <laughs> well, like, Gaga had a whole uh, album she did with, or, like, two albums with Tony Bennett that were, like, huge yeah, stars. Yeah. So I think that she's kind of in on doing some, like... And Michael Bolton's kind of back in the consciousness Everyone for a likes bit. Michael Bolton. Everyone loves Michael Bolton. <laughs> And the Ronson thing, Ronson produces stuff for so many people yeah, that yeah, I don't yeah. really think that that's... It was very feasible. All right. The first two and the last... I yeah. mean, the, the, so final answer. Pretty... I'm going to go Gaga Michael Bolton. Okay. <laughs> what are you going to do? Chris. Uh, yeah, I'm, now I'm freaking out. No, no. Um, In five. What was the middle four. one? Blues Traveler, Blues Traveler and, and Fred Durst. Final answer. Lock it in. Lock, Lock it in. in. All right, this is your answer to round two. Old Bolton, eh? There it is. Gaga. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Bolton featuring Lady Gaga with uh, Murder My Heart. It's all evened up, Chris. (laughs) And this, uh, this was released before her debut album. Whoa, Wait, what? Yeah. They had, uh... She had recorded it. I don't. I don't believe it was out yet. Michael Bolton was sent uh, the album or some of the tracks by the label, and you know, I think he didn't want to collaborate with her at first, and then maybe eventually was like, oh, you know, listen to the MP3s, and uh, was like, oh, she's going to be huge. She's great. And then she, she, was she blew a, up right after this. She was in a duo that was like kicking around New York for a bit, and I can't mm. remember what the name of her duo was. But anyway, well, so, wait. Thank you. That yeah. was. Crazy. Ah. Thanks, Bolton, for Thanks, uh, Bolton. taking a chance. Gaga? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, we do have a round three. Oh, oh. tiebreaker. Yeah. Final tie round, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tiebreaker, unless yeah, we pick right. the right answer, or we yeah. both get it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so round three is: Do we have a collaboration between Daft Punk, featuring Debbie Harry? Hope so. Ryuchi Sakamoto, mm-hmm. featuring Iggy Pop, or Bjork, featuring Tom Waits. Those are the all three of those are very plausible. What was the first one again? Daft Punk featuring Daft Punk. Debbie Harry. Debbie Harry, Ryuichi Sakamoto, and featuring Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop. And Bjork featuring Tom Waits. I feel like my competitive nature is taking over. I don't want to give you any hints to what yeah. I'm thinking. <laughs> no, come on, come on, come on, come on, dude. Talk out loud. The I'm, first I'll one, do something different. Just the first one it. seems very obvious, and it seems like something I would have heard of yeah. if it had happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, because like Daft Punk, I don't feel like releases that much. And, uh, you know, but they famously brought, they did a thing with Marauder and a thing with Niles, uh, Nile Rogers. Um, I think that the last one, the Bjork and Tom Waits, is too contrived. I don't think that ever happened. Plus, I can't think of Tom Waits collaborating with anybody except for, like, Les Claypool. Yeah. I think that the middle. He's hard to get hold of. (laughs) Sakimoto, I know. I think there was Sakamoto's some connection, done a ton. That's and, what and I think that he yeah, was yeah. connected with Bowie at some point, and of course, it's a quick yeah, trip from was. Bowie to Iggy Pop. So I'm going with the middle. I mean, I, I want to go with that too, but I'm gonna do the Daft Punk one because maybe they wouldn't, uh, you know, maybe they wouldn't advertise or like, you know, they right. produced this. So I think so, that uh, one of us is gonna be a winner because I really don't think that the Bjork Tom Waits thing is. A I don't thing. think that's true. So, okay, final answer. Final answer. I'm going with the uh, Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop. And Daft Punk. And Daft Punk. This is round three. For all the marbles. Come on. Born in the corporate dungeon. That sounds like Iggy. That's, that's Sakamoto for sure, too. Sakamoto featuring Iggy Pop. Oh, nice, man. This is from uh, Sakamoto's album Neo Geo. Nice. Uh, released mm. in 1987. Um... A couple of years before the uh, Neo Geo arcade machine game system and arcade machine, yeah. Metal Slug, dude. <laughs> Samurai Showdown. I do like this track. Yes. Yeah, Sakamoto is amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's, A lot of world beat. Yeah. This, yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence is a movie with uh, yeah. Sakamoto and David Bowie. So good. It's a. Filled with uh, homoeroticism. <laughs> like Good job, guys. <laughs> well, Nick, hey, thank, thank you, Nick. thank you so much, Nick yeah, and uh, hey. Chris. Better luck next time. <laughs> <laughs> Just keeping it interesting. I knew the answer. Are we still recording? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, we're still recording. Okay. All right, uh, back. Back to heavy metal. metal. Track. Okay. <laughs> heaving a sigh when we get back into it. Let's pray for some heavy metal. Um, we have track 10. This is Journey. Yeah. <laughs> Open arms. Caleb? Is heavy metal? This is not heavy metal. <laughs> All right. I mean, this is not heavy metal. This is Steve Perry. <laughs> it's like your opinion, man. Okay, so we do have a ballad here. Man, for a movie called Heavy Metal, they, <laughs> come on, guys. You're making me look like an idiot right now. I have a, a weakness for... Is that a cover? 
No, that's that's, that's an ridge. That's a huge hit. Yeah. So impressive. That's that's one of Journey's biggest songs. Yeah, I I have a weakness <laughs> for <laughs> for there's there's like a lot of kind of '80s soft rock that is kind of famously you know I'm quote unquote like bad. Yeah. That I love. Yeah. Um, but I feel like this is tipping into like Disney song. This yeah. sounds like a circle of life, or yeah, like, this know, is like pretty. You'll be in my heart. This is yeah, like schlocky. Phil Collins Tarzan soundtrack. This is pretty, 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 pretty out there. Uh, you you can't dispute like that. It's a great song. As I mean, far as like yeah, distinctive, <laughs> it's a distinctive like. It is yeah, yeah. like we all remember that. That's a hu- that's a hit song, whether you like it or not. If you had never heard it before and you heard it, you'd be like, "That's gonna be a hit." You went to college in Boston, like myself, yeah. and you know how big Journey was yeah. in that city. You couldn't go anywhere without hearing. Sotera, <laughs> <laughs> man. I, I, I lived in the Dropkick Murphy neighborhoods of Boston. <laughs> oh, I wasn't. I wasn't in the Journey neighborhood. <laughs> Love that neighborhood. <laughs> uh, yeah, Journey. So Journey that is like say? probably yeah. the biggest song on the soundtrack. That's kind of like the defining song on the soundtrack so far. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think I can. I don't think I can dispute that. Kind of sucks, but I, I gotta say, big hit yeah, song. It's, it's like it's. I feel like I'm losing if I say <laughs> you're right there. I don't know why. Like, you're you're still it? stuck in the game. You I still am think in the game. The game. My whole life's game's game. over. You yeah. lost. <laughs> things are looking up guys <laughs> because um, you keep saying that and things you, just keep yeah, getting worse this gets bleaker and bleaker like, here's another Riggs song <laughs> Riggs this is <laughs> this is Grand Funk Railroad with uh, Queen Bee yeah to me what you That's a chugging track. I don't think that's heavy metal. No, that, no, that's like closer to prog rock. Yeah, it's like Crosby, Stills and Nashy sort of stuff. Or, no, or no, no, excuse me, sorry. I don't like Crosby, Stills and Nashy. Grand Funk Railroad is kind of like classic rock, but that's that sounds more like that's dad rock. It's dad rock. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what, not, I'm not thinking. Maybe not Crosby, Stills, Nash. Who, who am I thinking of? What's Emerson like, Palmer? Emerson, Lycan Palmer. Maybe. I don't know. Bachman Turner Overdrive, maybe <laughs> something like that. BTO. This is a Homer Simpson was a big uh, Grand Funk Railroad. There's that what? like when they all go to um, uh, what's the concert? The Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza. Yeah, and he was like, "You guys don't know Grand Funk? Come on, guys!" <laughs> oh, what's to say? I mean, Grand Funk. You know. I'm just. It looks like we have a another uh, repeat here. We have a, a returning cheap trick. Ooh. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's right. Double down. Uh, this Double is it. track twelve. Uh, I must be dreaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember this. <laughs> oh man, that's like heavy metal drums, but none of the rest of it is heavy metal. Wow. Okay. True. True. Track. True. 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 I'm trying to remember what the thing in it's called. The Larnock? The Knocklar? Oh, is that, is that the green the ball? Green, the green orb. ball? Yeah, yeah. it's falling. It's, it's, like, it's, like it's a through line of all the vignettes tying everything yeah. together. Which I liked, you know? I mean, 
Good to have I, a through line. I honestly, the the more we talk about it, the more I actually do want to watch this movie. Maybe we ought to. I can't believe I can't believe we didn't figure that out. You know, but, um, worth watching. You yeah. know, I would say you know don't don't plan your weekend around it. But <laughs> <laughs> so we we every time Cheap Trick comes up, I we game we all night we all tell each other that. Cheap Trick is a good band that we need to look into. Yeah. But every time we're saying that, it's after hearing a bad Cheap Trick song. So I can't, <laughs> I can't make up my mind. Like, yeah. Well, I feel like there's a couple of bands out there that like no one truly believes is a good band, but everyone thinks it might be a good band because they've heard Ooh. stuff, you know? Um, I thought Grateful Dead was a metal band for years. Oh, yeah, because the name <laughs> the, Grateful and the Dead. the logo kind of looked metal. Yeah, that teddy bear. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, the, 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 the skull with the, the skull. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 not yeah. the dancing teddy bear. Yeah, all the skeleton <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, I, you know, I, I bought an album, and it was... Um, I think it was Working Men's Dead or something. Yeah. It's like, dee, 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 dee. It's like, all who wonder are not lost. What the fuck is this? Garbage. Terrifying. Uh, but uh, Cherry Garcia, great ice cream flavor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Ben and Jerry as our sponsor yeah. for this episode. <laughs> Can't deny that. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think, like... And fish food is also a I'm more of a ho- I'm more of a Hagen dazs man, which is, is heavy metal. <laughs> Umlauts featuring that. <laughs> there, was some, there was some sketch at, uh, at UCB on Mod Night. They're talking about, like, like, no one's actually seen Sophie's Choice, but everyone's like, oh, it's great. No, yeah, no, it's, like, a really good movie. It's Meryl Streep. It's about the Holocaust, like... Yeah, no, it's a good movie. <laughs> like, no one's actually taken the two and a half hours to watch, like, a depressing movie like that. You're like, I think oh, for, our, for our generation, the kind of hilarious, like, uh, seminal band that nobody, like, listens to is King Crimson because they've, like, taken all their music off of all streaming services. Oh, yeah. So it is, like, it's, I like, a K- foundational prog thing. Yeah. But it's, like, you can't, it's, like, really hard to listen to them. In the Court of the Crimson King. I'm a big fan. I like, one. yeah, I like the, with a terrible uh, artwork with the, the scary face. mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My brothers, my brothers into King Crimson. Mm-hmm. Or he definitely was in high school and college and stuff. It's like got weird guitar tunings. Robert Fripp, yeah. kind of guitar wizard man. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, early prog. Wait, are you talking early about King prog. Crimson? Or are you talking about the movie? <laughs> King Crimson. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, I think things are looking up, guys. Uh, <laughs> Stop saying that, man. <laughs> no, I actually like it. Yeah, yeah. This, this, is, um, this is track 13, lucky, num- lucky number 13. Okay. This is uh, Black Sabbath. There we go. The right. he- a heavy metal is band. Is this it? Is this song heavy metal? I think we found it. <laughs> so this is uh, Johnny Dio. This is the the Sammy Hagar of Black Sabbath. Yeah, yeah. Ronnie James Dio. Ronnie James Dio. I Ronnie think we can agree James on that. Dio. I think that this is just barely into heavy metal. Dio is absolutely heavy metal. Dio is metal. Is very very metal. Dio. Dio? I'm just saying like. It's Dio? Dio? No, it's Dio. Dido? Take a weird point. It's Dido? Uh, Dido. Yeah, I will say... John? Begrudgingly, I will... Just because I don't want to argue, I will say that that song is heavy metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that if we had a guest tonight on the pod who was actually a fan of heavy metal, they would probably say that none of this is heavy metal. Can we promise never to do that? (laughs) I know metal, man! Right? Mammoth, dude! 
Gastrodon. <laughs> what is it? Mastodon. Mastodon. Yeah, yeah. Their was it Paranoia. Their Sabbath's first album. That was an early album that I bought in high school. Um, I, I'm not a big enough Sabbath fan to be able to. to but they like were with uh, War Pigs. They were around track. so much earlier than I realized. That was they yeah. were like '67. Yeah, they, early like, on. Yeah, just like really turning up the distortion on some of their stuff, and then like it was the first an up and coming Aussie. Like, wait, you can like turn up the distortion on your speakers, man? <laughs> yeah, you just gotta take a screwdriver and puncture it through the speaker cone, man. That's what the like the Kinks famously. They would just break their amps before yeah, just, recording. Sounds like, dude. Ugh. Rest in peace, Ronnie James. He, he passed yeah, away a couple of years ago. Yeah. He passed away like nine years ago. <laughs> no, like, I don't think. Yeah, it was, no, it was like two years ago. I think. Two years ago. But, We've got a returning artist here. <laughs> Wait, are, are things looking up? Things are uh, looking the same here. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is uh, Don Felder coming back oh, with yeah. um, all of you. Hell, I don't know what Pretty eagle, see? Yeah. It does. And it's some silky smooth bass. I will say that it's funny that at the same time, like uh, Glenn Fry and oh shit, what is, what is the other guy's name? Don. Fry? Yeah, Don Henley. Don Henley. Uh, the music they were making in '81 was already getting like, it was like very like synth pop rock, like weird you know, like blazer rock. Yeah. And so like, this is the one guy who still has like an Eagles sound at least. Yeah. He's the lead guitarist, you know? Yeah. That's not bad. I'm saying that like, I knew it all along and didn't forget it. <laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> about the stuff ago. that came after that, that, that eighties Don Henley yeah. stuff, like dirty, yeah. dirty laundry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it kind of it kind of went into like Jefferson airplane sort of mode for a bit. Yeah. There, yeah it gets and, like, very, I don't know. It's very like, and like Huey Lewis, but in a bad way. Uh, Steve Miller band sort of way. <laughs> you guys know that Huey Lewis did a song with uh, Gwyneth Paltrow? I've heard, that. Like, I've heard that. Sounds a lot like Beck for some reason. Like, yeah. I still think that, that you played the... a Beck song. I don't dispute that there was a cover. But oh, That was the collaborate and listen that blew our minds. <laughs> we were like, what? it's Beck! No, what? what? Oh, oh, ah. <laughs> Right. Eagles, Eagles. Nick, are things looking up or are they looking down? Um, I'm not sure, actually. Um, this is uh, track 15. This is Trust with the song Prefabricated. What the fuck? Yeah. Trust is a French band. Oh, right. I remember that there was a French band. It's close. Yeah, dude. It's, smells like metal. <laughs> it's definitely metal. I don't know if I. The pace is like heavy metal, but then yeah. I think it slows down. There's some like noodly. This was uh, definitely a precursor to um, Metalocalypse. Yeah. You know, definitely uh, influenced. Yeah, yeah for sure. Oh. That's probably as heavy metal as the Black Sabbath track. I just gave like Black Sabbath a little bit of a. A gimme because they're like. They're Black Sabbath. They're Black Sabbath. Do you remember the they're opening scene in the movie? Yeah. It's um, basically, I didn't realize, like, 
Elon Musk, the star man. Yeah, no, that's what I was talking about with the yeah, yeah, uh, the guy just, driving yeah. in the cat. I, I, yeah, yeah. I was like, get there, Elon. Uh, yeah, he was <laughs> apparently Elon Musk is a huge heavy metal fan and like. Uh, wait, really? Yeah, yeah. No, no. Oh my gosh. I, I, he, he sent a Tesla to space. He sent a Tesla to space with like an astronaut in the driver's seat, and it's almost an identical shot to what an astronaut's outfit. There was no it's no wearing harmed in this. Yeah, no, there, there's not a human being in there, but it was it was playing Bowie. Yeah, the one he sent up. Spaceman. He didn't want to play like Ronnie James Dio in there. And be like, what? Why that would have been really cool. Cheap trick, dude. They're great. They're great. I think I called my dad when Elon Musk uh, sent up that car, and I was like, yeah. "Hey, this is pretty cool, right, Dad?" And he's like, "Ah, he's a goober." Yeah, yeah. My, my dad thinks he's a goob too. Yeah. He's like, "It's the cash burn I'm worried about." Yeah. Quit reinvesting into the company. You gotta. Uh, <laughs> right. You gotta think about long term stuff. But Elon Musk, uh, I, I respected that move. I think sending a you know a Tesla into space with a, a it, that's hilarious and it draws attention to your company. Oh yeah, no. It, what happened was right that after, Grimes's idea? She's like, <laughs> hey, it'd be funny if you did this. It Grimes, happened uh, right around the Super Bowl, and it was a yeah, thing yeah. where it got as much press, if not more, of any like Super Bowl ad. That so the cost of sending a car to space is actually less than a Super Bowl a ad. Super Bowl ad, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's bizarre. In that way, it's genius. You hear that, Tim Tebow? <laughs> Do That's something better than Something that. interesting for the aliens to come across. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, we've reached the last track on the soundtrack. This is track 16. Um, this is probably this, maybe my favorite. It's looking up for us, but probably looking down for the soundtrack. Okay. This Wait, is what? Uh, Stevie Nicks. Yeah, with baby. Blue Lamp. Yeah. I actually really like this song. It's a great song. Yeah. I, I mean, dude, I'm a huge I don't know that. Is this a? Is this just for the film, or is this a? Uh, like, what is this song? I think it was a Stevie Nicks original. Stevie Nicks original. I don't think there. I don't. Um, I don't think anything but the Sammy Hagar and the and the one song called Heavy Metal were actually for the film. There was a lot of well, like the Devo song was something that they couldn't get on an album. Uh, okay. But it, yeah, I think yeah. it was released. But there was like a lot. Of, you would be surprised. A lot of these things were released on here first, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably not the Stevie Nicks track, but uh, Stevie Nicks, especially like 1970s Stevie Nicks, is like one of my all-time crushes and is amazing and like amazing Just songwriter amazing flowing voice. cloak I, I, in the, I imagine her dancing with like a blue lantern <laughs> you know, like trailing uh dude listeners find the uh the the photo shoot from the cover for the buckingham nicks record before they joined Fleet oh Mac. yeah that's amazing it is the foxiest yeah. thing both of them. Well, it's I mentioned like... I mentioned the karate uh, photo shoot she did, and then, I mean, it depends what you're into, but it's pretty foxy to me. Yeah, I feel like Some you bring up karate and... on every single podcast. Well, you know, I got a particular taste. <laughs> do you guys want to just call that part one and uh, do a be- a B episode and do the hev- heavy, metal heavy metal two thousand original soundtrack? I think we can skip it. Uh, heavy metal two thousand. It was. Uh, you said there was like Lincoln Park. We're gonna be it? we're gonna be it missing out on. Not uh, Monster Magnet, Pantera, Insane Clown Posse, System of a Down, Days of the New. Oh, Days of the New are back. 
Queens of the what? Stone Age. Full, full devil jacket. <laughs> uh, Billy Idol and, you know. Billy, Billy Idol. And, Billy uh, Idol's 12 years or 18 yeah, years too late. Underrated, but he... Oh, I mean, yeah, I, that was... Um, I think that fell into the category of like a bunch of different movies. They're like, well, we got to do a 2000. <laughs> it's the year 2000. We got to make a Dracula 2000. <laughs> we when, can't not make a Godzilla 2000. <laughs> when did they do the uh, the Fantasia like reboot? What, Probably 2000. I never saw that. It was whales and stuff, right? Yeah. I, I want to know more about this ICP track with Twisted. <laughs> Twizted. Twizted. Also, the days Spell of the it? new song is called Rough Day. Rough Day. Just, I imagine is what working with them is like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's fucking rate this goddamn thing. Let's yeah, yeah let's thing. get to the ratings. Okay, out of fifteen stars, yeah, decimal 15 points stars. allowed. Fifteen stars. Fifteen tomatoes. Fifteen notes. Fifteen stars. Yeah. Uh, I am going to give this a. I'll actually give it like a six point three. I. <laughs> it's fair, man. You know, I, normally like, I'm pretty upset with the way Caleb uh, treats treats my fun. albums. It's like so much of this music is not the kind of music that I want to listen to on a on a regular basis. But yeah. there is like a there's kind of like a a level. Nothing dips that much, mm. and there's a few like even like that Journey song. I don't like it, but that's like kind of uh, you can't. It's an undeniable song. I love Stevie Nicks. That Devo song, I actually kind of like. Yeah, that's a good one. There's like songs. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Very lukewarm. This is the definition of a lukewarm. How about Nick? What, what are you? You're I like, feel quite the opposite. Uh, I don't know. How can you feel the opposite about uh, lukewarm? Lukewarm. <laughs> what is the opposite of lukewarm? Uh, right what is in. the opposite yeah. of lukewarm? <laughs> Neither hot nor cold. Uh, out of fifteen stars. <laughs> Uh, I would have a strong opinion. Is the I would give this a twelve. Wait, what? You give it a twelve? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I think it's a great soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've watched the movie too, I was going like, to say. I mean, what more? It's like, what do you want? <laughs> I, I mean, I just don't want to listen to it. <laughs> you know what? I, I would, I would throw this on if I was driving. You got a twelve, solid twelve, solid twelve. Okay, 12. You were six point. Six point three. Six point three. I, I like a lot of the songs on this. I would listen to them. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank that you. That Sammy Hagar track, as much as I hate Sammy Hagar, that's the best. Sammy Grand, Hagar how about song the ever. the Grand Funk Railroad? <laughs> I mean, it's fine, but uh, <laughs> that, that second cheap trick. I'm glad. It's, it's funny though. Like Donald Fagan shows up on the heavy metal soundtrack. Like, yeah, it's yeah. funny. Here's here's. The, I don't take it seriously. You know, it's like just have fun with it. I think I think you're right, man. Yeah. You, you got to think about it. it. Was 1981? Yeah. Okay. It's supposed to be. That, funny. Is, that is way before a lot of this. You know, metal was really coming to the front. Like uh, right. here, the the biggest pre poison. Pre poison. This is pre poison. This <laughs> pre rat, dude. Pre rat. This pre quiet riot, right? Just all naming Ooh, hair metal. Randy Rhodes, man. <laughs> before okay. uh, he joined Ozzy. Randy Rhodes, guitar player for Quiet Riot. Oh, nice. Nice. British band, right? Uh, yes. No, no. Uh, maybe part of corrections in the next episode. Here's, right. Yeah, yeah. Chris, what I'm are making you, a lot what of are... wild stabs tonight. What... Uh, Where's your head at? Here's where my head's at. The biggest detriment to this soundtrack is that the name of the movie is Heavy Metal. <laughs> if it were named anything else, I mean, I, I mean, they had to do it because of the magazine, but if it were named just like 
uh, adventure space thriller boobage. <laughs> Cleve, Cleve Town. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I see what you're yeah. saying, but I think that it's like it's a bigger detriment than you're giving it credit for because I think a lot of the selling point of this movie is, is that it's like, like, it's like the hardest. No, it's the music yeah. advertising. It's you know, there's no actors like whatever. It's more of like a music video, like an extended music video in it, a way. It really was. It really and was. And so, so the music is like, like a lot of these songs were commissioned for it. Like it should be fucking rocking. Okay, I guess I guess they were commissioned for it. <sighs> now we know who Riggs is. I'm giving it an eleven point six. All right, eleven point six yeah. because I do think right. I think the timing of it. Yeah, in 81, man. I know I keep harping on that, but like... Dude, there was so much great music in 81. But not like a heavy, like, rock and roll stuff, you know what I mean? No, you're fucking... No, there's so much good rock. That's true. I don't know. You got a couple of rigs, you got a couple of felders, a couple of cheap tricks, (laughs) a solo Hagar... And two Stevie Nicks. One Stevie Nicks. Solo a Stevie Hagar. Nick. I, dude, I sympathize with Sammy Hagar, man. Yeah. You know, he's, he was he used he's as had a, a rough life. He was used as a pawn. Imagine the, the pressure. By Eddie Van Halen, his brother. Yeah. <laughs> to, to make David Lee Roth jealous. I'm just glad that there's no Aerosmith on this soundtrack. I mean, let's give it up for the music supervisors here. <laughs> they could have just as easily thrown back in the saddle on here or, oh, you know, some early Aerosmith. But. Yeah. No kiss. No kiss either. No kiss. Probably too expensive. Right, well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's I think the, it's great. Let's get the recommendations. Let's go to the recommendations. I'm a little salty. Uh, In the spirit of the film. So uh, this week, our theme for recommendations are literal metal songs. So, uh, Nick, why don't you lead off? What is your metal song? Me- meaning, meaning, Caleb. Uh, you extrapolate. <laughs> Like, instead of the genre, songs have to do with literal metal. Metals or... The um, element. Yeah. Alloys. Elemental. Alloys. Maybe the periodic chart. Sure. Maybe that. Can we stretch that? No, I feel like you're really... (laughs) (laughs) You know neon's not a metal. (laughs) Yeah, I know that. I'm just going to go with something. called argon rock. (laughs) I'm just going to go with something from the periodic table. (laughs) What? (laughs) Are you really? (laughs) What do you got? All right, go for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no! You go first. You go first. No, I'm gonna go last. You All right, gonna... All right you go first. To, Well, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Soviet synth pop, and I was like, oh, maybe mm. I could be like behind the Iron Curtain, uh, as it, but, so, but I didn't. So, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pocket those later. Uh, bring up uh, the song uh, "Heavy Metal Samurai" by Metal Lucifer. Oh, doubling oh. so, doubling up on the theme. Doubling up both. Uh, well, the thing is, Metal Lucifer, almost every one of their songs contains the word heavy metal. Like heavy metal drill. Heavy I've metal never, I've never heard of this band. Oh, boy. Uh, my buddy Reed showed me this, and you can hit it. You can hit it whenever you want. All right. It's, I mean... It's metal Lucifer. Turn it down. <laughs> Screw you, Dad. This is heavy metal. It's a Japanese heavy metal band called Metal Lucifer. And they sing with a very thick Japanese accent. Some, some in Japan, some in English. If you want an explanation Japanese. why none of the songs in the soundtrack were heavy metal, is because this is heavy metal. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I like this. This is awesome. We gotta get some lyrics in there, though. Hang on. Sorry, I should have told you to start later. Walking in this of 
It's the English version of that song. It's a great album cover as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah all right. Heavy. Nice. Heavy Metal Samurai, Metal Lucifer. They're nice pick. Japanese heavy metal band out of like the early 2000s. Oh, it's pretty good. Pretty fun. I mean, I'm just going to go with an obvious choice here. <laughs> okay. A song cool. that needs no introduction. Oh, no. <laughs> Some heavy metal. You guys know Black Sabbath. Yeah. Yeah, we've been talking about them. <laughs> Ozzy era Black Sabbath. Yeah, the yeah. true Black Sabbath. Iron Man. Mm-hmm. One of the first, uh, I think, heavy metal albums I probably owned was the album with that track on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's weird, man. Classic. I love Ozzy, man. Uh, Lucas, that posted this clip on YouTube, um, assures us that he does not own the rights to this music. Oh, thanks, Lucas. Thanks, Lu- <laughs> thanks for your honesty, Lucas. <laughs> Thank you for your we honesty. We thought that you did. <laughs> I love those ones. Is like I do not own the rights, and it was posted in like oh seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get well soon, Ozzy. Yeah. You know, Ozzy's had some health issues lately. Yeah, I mean, and, um, since the nineties. How is he still alive? Like, yeah. Is it blood Sharon. transfusions? It's all Sharon. Just like he outlived Dio. To... Nobody saw that coming. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> man. And Keith Richards too. You know? It took us oh, for a year just to see what happened. <laughs> <laughs> all right. uh... I, I, I am using Sometimes my. Sometimes uh, it's hard to pick just one track. I'm using my <laughs> my nerd card this yeah. this week, where uh, where they the my co-hosts allow me to pick two songs. New so rule. Okay, let me see it. I did, oh, I did clip oh. it. Yeah, clip oh. it for you can't do this. Twelve again more for, of these. I yeah, get yeah. a free sandwich. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, so my first pick is Stone Roses' uh, "Fool's Gold." Okay, so I don't know. I don't know Stone Roses. You'd mentioned them. Stone right? Roses, one of my favorite kind of. In in a way, they're my favorite band, one of my favorite bands. But they really only put out one record. They put out two records, but they they put out a record. This is off of the self titled in 1989. Uh, they were a Manchester band, and then they had some legal disputes, and they didn't release another record for like five years, and it was kind of like over by then. Is that trip hop you keep trying to shove down our throats? Not really. Scared. <laughs> Scared. Some funky, uh, funky right. sand. Yeah, great soundtrack song. Great soundtrack song. It was Stone Roses. Yeah, this is like getting ready to rob the bank. Yeah, <laughs> they were inspired by like hip hop and sampling and kind of like uh, that kind of percussion, but like they were a rock band out of Manchester. They're uh, the whole album's really really good. Yeah, that that's definitely like introing like the team that's gonna rob the bank you know like and it's like there's like the freeze frame and it's like oh shoot she just passed him the keys to dip to that yeah <laughs> and then it's the like, quick cuts yeah the quick cuts yeah. it's like... <laughs> all right uh, let me... uh what else you got come on uh so right my second pick is big iron by uh marty robbins this was a song that yeah. i i first heard covered by johnny cash on one of his uh Rick Rubin's produced cover albums, one of the yeah. American recordings. Uh, but this is the original from 1959. So nice. this is like 
old country when people dressed like uh, like movie cowboys. Yeah. With like embroidered Rhinestone cowboys. Yeah, they were like yeah, rhinestone yeah. cowboys, and it's like it was better on TV. It has it like those popped. those kind of like super overproduced background vocals and like jazz guitar going through the whole thing, which is like very you know the opposite of like any sort of like uh, kind of authentic Actual country. Yeah, yeah. But it's like mm-hmm. the the production and musicianship is amazing, and it's a song about. Um, it's a song about a gunfight. Nice. <laughs> Gunfighter ballads and trail songs. Yeah, Big Iron. All right. The reference to a revolver. There you go. <laughs> to the town of Alfre, who rode a stranger one fine day. Oh, yeah. Hardly spoke to folks around him, didn't have too much to say. No one dared to ask his business, no one dared This reminds to me of the Fear and Loathing soundtrack for some reason. Uh-huh. More so Coen Brothers to me. Oh, uh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just very Coen-y Brothers creepiness. That yeah. creepy country, you know? Like it's, Dude, those, it's, there's an eerie the vibe to those like, 50s, 60s country Yeah, they sound yeah. like ghosts. Yeah, like there's a, they really do. Uh, there's a Department of Eagles, I think. It was like a solo, like one of the Grizzly Bear guys did a solo record. Yeah. And they had a song, and it, they had these like ghosty, like background vocals that were definitely kind of inspired by that, but uh, like are much weirder, like in that context. The Department of Eagles. Is that what like the Eagles called themselves when they were in the songwriters? Or... <laughs> yeah. There's Bureaucratic like, songwriting so style. Bands. It's like Eagles of Death Metal. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. 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 Very ballad of Buster Scruggs sort of yeah. thing to me, you know? Yeah. But, Getting Scruggsy. <laughs> what was that album we came up with? It was uh, Appropriating the Blues on one of the last <laughs> We got to write that album. Yeah, I think that was just... Yeah, just Appropriating the Blues. Yeah. Appropriating the Blues. <laughs> well, I right. wish there was another song on that soundtrack, but uh, that's it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, thank, you for, thank you, everybody, for listening yeah, this thanks week. Thanks for listening in. Good, Chris. Thank you, Chris, for... Good uh, yeah. Thank you, guys. For uh, an album that you guys yeah. like a lot more than I do. Wow. 12.0. 12.0. <laughs> Uh, well, it's your pick next. All so, right, Caleb, so. I'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Bye. You better deliver next time, Caleb. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.